There are three things that you shouldn't talk about. Religion, politics, and... Hey everybody, I'm Kelly Wilkness and I'm here with Anita Joyce and this is Decorating Tips and Tricks, episode 352. And you can find the show notes for today's episode at decoratingtipsandtricks.com slash 352. The episode today is gray. Is it here to stay? You know, I wanted to talk about this today because of what I saw happen on Facebook. A Facebook friend of mine went on Facebook and said, I don't like gray. And the biggest ballroom brawl occurred on Facebook after that with people being unhappy with that, people being upset, and then her defending herself. Honestly, it went on This is why I days. avoid Facebook whenever <laughs> I can. <laughs> I think that's a smart thing to do. And I thought, this is so heated. We should really talk about this because it does seem like there are two camps. Those that love gray, those people that have gray in their houses, and those people that cannot stand it, that are sick of the neutrals, that are sick of the grays, and all they want is color. And the interesting thing is, I'm not sure we're in either camp, Kelly. (laughs) We're in our own camp. We're in our own box. Well, I feel like we have a leg in both of them. I love color, but I still love gray too. I think... I I honestly think the people that don't like Gray, and I don't know who this friend was, and I don't know who the people are that are in her camp site, but I think that the people that really don't like Gray or feel like they've had Gray above the eyebrows and are just sick of seeing it, I think they're not seeing the right type of Gray. Mm -hmm. I think they're not appreciating the the long history of Gray. Um, So I think they're missing the boat uh, on the Gray. I understand being tired of a trend. You know how I feel about those farmhouse egg signs and things like that. Like, uh, that's enough of that. But gray is a whole different thing. Gray is classic. Gray has come on strong. People have embraced it. Some people have embraced it in not a great way. And maybe that's what a lot of these people are seeing. So I'm giving up my the name of my camp right now because I'm in Camp Pro Gray. <laughs> but, um, but we're going to tell you a lot of reasons why you might want to you know, spend your summer at Pro Camp Gray and, <laughs> and what's going on with these people that don't like gray. You can still like color. In fact, mm-hmm. gray makes colors look crisper and better. Well, it's I I have to say, although I s- still love gray, I get where these people are coming from. I get it because it's like you said, I think there's a lot. It's been, first off, it's been overdone. And secondly, I think the shades of gray I've seen have been cold and uh, and service station-ish mm-hmm. in some cases. Mm -hmm. And that gray, a very cold cement, I don't know if cement's not the right word, but some of the grays are not very friendly. And so if that's all you've been seeing and you've been seeing it everywhere, I can see someone getting really tired of that. But I agree with you that there are some great grays that still look fantastic that I'm still very happy with. So yeah. Yeah. And if someone's taking a room and they're just like, oh, I love gray. 
you know, just like if someone said, oh, I love peacocks and their entire room was filled with peacock wallpaper and peacock, you'd be like, oh, that's enough with the peacocks already, right? If it's all gray, if the walls are gray and the carpet's gray and the pillows are gray and there's no other tones and you don't even have any wood and it's just really blah and gray, well, yeah, that's gray done badly, but anything can be done badly. And geez, Louise, the world is filled with bad decor. So, you know, we're here to battle that. And if you're on the fence about how you feel about gray, I don't think you will be after you listen. Uh, But if you really feel like you hate it, like this Facebook friend, then that's okay too, you know, then, but you know, let's, let's be open to it. Let's not throw the the gray paint out with the bathwater or whatever that saying is. Let's, (laughs) Let's have a look at why I believe that it is a classic, will always be around. If you've used gray in your home only of recent, like within the last eight years since the gray started coming on and then stronger and stronger and stronger, you know, don't feel like you're going to be dated because of it unless your entire house is covered in gray. If you've used it judiciously throughout, incorporated with other textures and tones, woods and metals and other colors, then then you're using gray right. Right. but And I can see if somebody just put painted their house last week gray and then they saw the post i hate gray Mm -hmm. i can see that person getting upset and the person might be worried oh my goodness did i make a huge mistake so i can understand Mm -hmm. the uh, frustration on both sides yes but i just came back from paris and do you know what the color of a lot of the buildings in Paris is the most beautiful gray mm. and limestone is gray. And my favorite hotel in New York, the St. Regis has gray everywhere and gray marble bathrooms and the Ritz Carlton uses that color. And, um, what's the George Sank uh, hotel in Paris has gray and white awnings. Like gray is classic. Gray is beautiful. They can't so, be all wrong. No. Um, so if you just painted your house gray or your bathroom or you want to or whatever, don't feel like gray is on the way out because it's not. Uh, now, I don't want to go into too many details about my trip other than to tell you all it was fabulous, uh, filled with all different adventures from uh, being in London and going to the Red Sox-Yankees game in London. That was an experience. Oh, were you there with Megan? Yeah. Yes, taking the uh, Eurostar, uh, the train through the channel to Paris, and then spending five more days in Paris was absolutely delightful um, because I couldn't bring everyone back a little gift, which I would have liked to, particularly from Paris. Um, We've got a little deal going on in Bespoke Decor, so we're going to put a link in the show notes. So it's a special... um, collection or packaging of a couple of different items together uh, that, you know, have to do with France. So definitely pop over to the show notes and have a look there and click on through. And we'd love you to take advantage of the special deal that we're offering a little Paris in the summertime. So Yes, gray is not a trend or a fad, in my opinion. It's a classic. Mm -hmm. It's a neutral. It's easy to work with. Gray came on strong as a trend recently. Like, you know, maybe not as recent as people think because it really started coming around, don't you think, like about eight years ago or so? Well, it was – I felt like when I started seeing it around 2010 Mm -hmm. and I was pretty full on the – 
bandwagon by 12. Mm -hmm. And then that's when we picked, bought this house. And that's when I picked out my agreeable gray uh, Mm -hmm. Sherwin Williams paint. And then it was interesting because once the trend to, it kind of starts with magazines or influencers or designers. And then I think the general public kind of does a wait and see and they kind of go, I'm going to wait for a little bit. And so it seems like sometimes with trends, by the time most people do it, it's kind of on its way out. And so, yes, it's been around for a while. And so it makes sense that as far as being hot, 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 it's probably not, not, not right now, but it's a classic. Right. It's akin to how we have spoken in the past about subway tile. It, it's just beca- it is a classic. It became hot as a trend, but it's it's not leaving. It remains a classic, even right. though there's this cooling off period. Mm-hmm. And really, gray came on is pretty much a reaction to the browns and the reds and the yellows, the earth tones, the Tuscans, these things, because it was sort of brighter and cleaner. And it is a great crisp backdrop to whites. It looks fantastic against a white molding. And it is a really lovely um, backdrop to brighter colors. So, I mean, someone saying, I don't like gray because I like color. Well, I don't understand that really because, wow, how about a gray with some aubergine, a gray with blues, a gray with lavenders, a gray with yellows. I, you know, It goes with just about anything, depending upon the undertones of your gray. You can work it in with a, work a lot of colors in with it. Yeah. I think the thing about it is I liked it better than white or cream when it came out or a beige because it just seemed to have more depth of color yes. than the beige. It seemed like that's what everybody had on their wall when I went with this. And I thought, well, this right. just looks like new and fresh. And to be honest with you, I'm looking at the walls right now. The The color that I got, I still love, Kelly. Yeah. I love it. Oh, it's beautiful. It's be, And, and you know, gray is not one of these like sort of made up colors, you know, like gray mm-hmm. exists in nature, right? Gray mm-hmm. is a misty morning. Gray is sometimes what it looks like when it snows and it's dusk. You know, there's gray is, makes Carrera marble, Carrera marble. Oh, you know, you know, what about the, I'm still stuck on the misty morning. The I'm misty still morning, thinking right? That, yeah. Or like, mm-hmm. you know, the man, in the gray suit, you know, the classic gray mm-hmm. suit. It's flannel, so, you know, gray flannel, gray yeah. flannel, right? So mm-hmm. classic. So I just really don't understand the other camp. I hope oh. we don't have to have a dance with them because <laughs> well, it's going to be awkward if we have to well, meet and, the other camp. But I think the people that don't like gray, I think it's not that they can't have gray in a room. They just don't want everything gray and white. So I'm going to, you know, try to look at both sides here. So I think that's You're what such a diplomat. Well, really I'm are. trying, you right. know. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think there's a backlash or a proclaimed hatred of gray by some strange people because they're seeing gray done wrong, like we discussed earlier. There's just, you know, when gray is done wrong, like any color done wrong, it, it just you know, it's just, you know, too much. And, you know, too much of anything is usually not good unless it's sparkling rosé at a sidewalk cafe in Paris. (laughs) Then you can definitely have too much and it's still a good thing. But, you know, 
you got to mix it in with other things. Gray is a fantastic neutral. Gray really needs some brown. Gray, gray needs some warmth. Like Anita's always saying, don't pick out the, you know, the filling station gray, you know, the cement gray. Gray loves gold. So, oh, whoa. A good, but a good gray. But yeah. some of those grays do not work well with gold. Mm-hmm. So I think that maybe, maybe that's kind of what we're saying. Put gold next to it. If it works with that gray, that gray is going to be classic and work everywhere. If it doesn't work well with gold, then you may have one of those grays that's going to be tough to work with. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I, I just love it. And I, I was excited to use gray. This is funny when my mom laughed because I mean, I was super little. I was like four and a half or five and they, my parents bought the house across the street from where my dad grew up. And so that's the house that I grew up until and through high school. And he bought it from the lady across the street, Mrs. Ball. And he used to mow her lawn and all this stuff. And Mrs. Ball was this little gray haired lady. She looked like, have you ever seen like the Bugs Bunny, like Tweety Bird's gray, um, owner, that little old lady with the curly gray mm-hmm, hair? Mm-hmm. So that's yeah, what she looked yeah. like. She's a tiny little thing. Every single thing, and this is a long time ago, every single thing in her house was gray. There was gray carpeting. There were really? gray walls. Gray, gray, Ahead gray. Ahead of her time. Ahead of her time. But I mean, I, I can't, I just remember it being completely gray. And my mom was very into colonial look at that time. Well, uh, colonial was everywhere. Was everywhere. So, so yes. she, you know, transitioned the house into all these warm earth tones and, you know, wooden furniture and all this. But there, you know, there were still vestiges of gray for a long time. Like I remember their master bedroom, like, you know, lots of times that's the last room people do was gray for mm-hmm. many a year mm-hmm. before they had the funds to redo it and all that. But so, you know, not that Mrs. Ball was the epitome of fashion, but, you know, gray's been around a long time. Um, and it, it just works. It's really a nice color to live with. Um, like thinking about what in my mind, like comparing those two houses, I think it was probably a lot easier to live in the house when it was gray. Although my mom did a beautiful job, but there was so much gold and color and, you know, different, patterns and then she had that bird couch and things like that like whereas it was very serene mm-hmm. all gray mm-hmm. and so i you know i got to see the same house in two different oh, transformations yeah well i think i've mentioned that my dad worked for philip 66 and there is a specific philip 66 gray paint yeah that somehow ended up at our house oh how funny <laughs> and Everything was painted that color, so we had gray. When oh I my was gosh! Little. Inside, it, well, I had a little. The house was so small. The, the closet my mom had all her clothes in my closet, so they made me. My dad made or bought me a little armoire, a little kid size armoire, and then he painted that gray. So, oh, how funny! He's like, mm-hmm. I got this in the garage. Yeah, he's like, Oh, I got you taken care. Of. We got some paint right here. <laughs> You're like, wait, wait, <laughs> can we put a little purple in there? Maybe get a lavender going? That's exactly. so funny. Yes. So. so what grays do you have in your house currently? Well, I I mean, the agreeable gray is on the walls. Right. And then I have the pussy willow, which is a darker gray on some of the cabinetry in the house. Uh, in the closet, master closet, and the doors are all that color. 
And that's oh, really- I love that, that you did mm-hmm. the doors in the gray. Like, that's a great use of gray. That's really interesting. I mean, that's kind of a great use of any color just to make your doors a different color. I'm definitely toying with that idea for the hallway upstairs. We have four doors in the hallway. And I'm like, gosh, I don't know. Maybe gray. Because I was thinking black and I thought that one might be too stark. But that might be a really interesting way to use gray. Um, very, I think, sort of pushing the design envelope a little bit there. Ooh, what about that dark blue that we like? Well, not yeah. blue, but like some of those dark colors yeah. might be beautiful as a oh, yeah. color. So the grays that I have are the Stonington which is a Benjamin Moore color. And I absolutely love it. And it seems to be pretty much a crowd pleaser. And where have you used that? Okay. So the Stonington gray is above the picture rail that I have in my living room. So here's the thing. I didn't do all the walls gray in my living room, right? So I I had that, but anyone could add a picture rail if your ceilings are, you know, even a little bit over eight feet, you could still do that. It's kind of interesting. Um, and then I have the gray in Lara's room. So the whole bedroom is gray, the silver chain, and her ceiling is metallic silver. So I would still consider that in a gray. And you know, I've been totally jonesing to try the Benjamin Moore color of the year, the Metropolitan. Oh, yeah. So that is really pretty. And so well, really- what about that for your door color? That could be interesting for the doors because it's not that dark, but it definitely Mm -hmm. has a presence to it. But I was actually thinking about that for my master bedroom or bathroom. I'm not sure, but I'm definitely going to do something in that bathroom and it may be that. And then the other gray that I absolutely adore is the the Kendall Charcoal, also Benjamin Moore. And we have that on the um, cabinetry in the office, um, the small office inside the house. So on the, the whole horizontal expanse is wood and that's painted it and the cabinets on either side. And then there's um, two closed cabinets and some open shelving in between. So that's just a long, it's almost like a, not, it's really not even a room. It's like a passageway. It has um, windows on one side and then all this is going on in the other side. So uh, there's just not, not much else in the room except that. And I absolutely love it. And that color paired with gold and I would suggest it be a sort of an unlacquered gold or a antiqued gold is fantastic. And that's also the same color that I used in the the WC area, the the sort of open water closet area in my master bedroom and a bathroom. And that really did a lot for that space. It made it recede, but also sort of like, I mean, the toilets in there, right? And like, a, and some shelves for uh, towels. And then of course, a few little decorative items, but it just made it really sort of elegant looking rather than being white. Somehow it just, it, it just pull your, your eye doesn't see it so much. It just it kind of goes away. Well, the other thing I want to say about the gray, and, and I think some of the complaints about the gray have been rooms that are just gray and white. Mm-hmm. I think that also is what people have been complaining about. It's not just that there's gray in the room, but there is a lack of color. So that was something I was going to mention is just because you have gray on the wall does not mean you cannot have color in the room. And I think it's a great backdrop to beautiful color, as you've said, Kelly. Oh, yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. It definitely so that's is. something you can do. And the colors that you've used in your house, the grays are really beautiful. I think there's And I so, never would have considered yeah. myself a gray person. And really, when I first was thinking about the house, I wasn't necessarily thinking about gray. I was really focused on making it 
white and using the black for, you know, accent, pop accents. And then I was, oh, you know, and then I'll just bring in a lot of neutrals and different colors. I really didn't think about the gray, but as I started working with the house, it just said the black and the white is very stark. The gray, you know, obviously is kind of right in the middle, but it kind of unifies those, those two colors for me and my palette. And then it allows me to throw all these other colors. I don't take the gray away when I want to add my you know, burnt yellow, or if I want to even add, you know, Christmassy colors or anything like that, you never have to take it away. It's a neutral. So right. treat it like a neutral. So if you're, if you're picking out a gray, try to think of, look for grays that have a little bit of yellow in them, a little bit of brown. And these are going to be more forgiving grays that do not feel cold. So uh, I've mentioned agreeable gray. There's Sherwin-Williams amazing gray. Sherwin-Williams Colonnade Gray, Benjamin Moore's Revere Pewter. Oh, I love that color. I've been Isn't always that? wanting to use that color. Yeah, and I think you're absolutely right. I mean, if if you're a person who likes baby blue or, you know, tends to the blues, then, you know, you could kind of explore a little bit with the colder grays. I mean, some people even think Stonington is a colder gray, but it, it's not in my house and the way that I've used it and what I've paired it with. So it's probably one that could could sort of slip into either side of the okay. warms or the colds. But right. yeah, if you're picking a gray, as Anita's saying, that has a little bit yellow, a little brown, it, that's, it looks great with brown furniture. It, it adds does. warmth. Those are the ones that look really, really good with gold. Don't you just love a great recommendation from a friend? Well, we're delighted to be recommending these companies and their wonderful products to you today. And let them know your friends at DTT sent you. And then a few more to mention Benjamin Moore's Moore's Edgecombe Gray, Mm -hmm. uh, Benjamin Moore's Stingray, and Sherwin-Williams Sedate Gray. These are all grays that are very, I would say, friendly. Okay. And I have a couple more to ask. There's, okay. um, and mine are, I think, all Benjamin Moore. So it's the classic gray, Balboa Mist. As I mentioned, uh, my faves, Stonington and Silver Chain. And there's Abalone, I guess you said, Abalone. And then there's the new Metropolitan, which is their color of the year. Oh, love that. So if you're thinking, if you haven't done the grays and you're still thinking about don't think, oh gosh, you know, now if I, what if I want to paint my room this month in gray and, you know, uh, and everything's going to change again because gray is sort of fading. It's not, right? Use it judiciously. um, Incorporate one that is going to be able to work with the accent colors that you like. So then you don't have this barrier to adding color. Um, So it, Try some of the ones that we've mentioned. We'll link to those in the show notes or at least list them so you can get the the color name. And then explore. Take a whirl around Pinterest. There's gazillions of uh, pins about great paints and and people have opinions about them. Exactly. But try them in your own house. And the other thing is the, if you are on the fence, we've talked about this before, but what about grige? It's kind of a, an in-between. It's kind of part beige and part gray. So that's an option that's available to you. That's a little, it's got a foot in both camps like we've talked about. Right, right. It's a little muddier, a little topier, and which is really pretty. And it really, depending on your decor, that can look great. But as I, I just don't see how people could see, say gray is over. I mean, really, just look around and how long gray has been around. 
No. Right. I don't, exactly. I don't, I think there's a little bit of people not liking it, but it's still such a beautiful color and such a nice option that if you have gray in your home, I wouldn't worry about it being out of style. It's a classic. And like Kelly said, these are, grays are used in some very elegant hotels. It's, it is a classic. It is something that's going to be around and I think it's a beautiful look. So I would not be concerned about um, feeling out of step or out of style if you have gray on your walls. Right. And why limit, you know, you say, okay, so if you take gray off the table, then, you know, what are you left with for neutral? So whites and beiges, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, I mean, gray is a lot more interesting than beige. Yes. I. That's why I chose it because it when I picked this paint out, it was people, most everybody was using beige and I was so tired of beige and I yeah, wanted and something I think, neutral. I mean, beige, gray is never going to look dirty. Do you know what I mean? Like you might think, mm-hmm. oh, well, it's gray. Like it's, you know, it could look dusty or dirty or something like that, but it, it doesn't like beige you don't pick well, a good beige, it can look like a dirty white. It's because, yeah, it's the yellow in it, I think. If mm-hmm. it looks too yellow, then it looks like it's yellowed. Right. So you do have to be very careful about that. And gray paint may have a little bit of yellow in it, but not a lot. So right. it's not going to yellow over time. And then some of that was the, some of those alkyl paints would yellow over time. Oh, yeah. That's a so, problem. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I but I mean, I really, I think you can rest assured that the gray is always going to look crisp, whether you go to the warm spectrum of grays or the cooler spectrum of grays, especially when you're having it abutting some white molding. I mean, I just mm-hmm. think that's stunning. It is. And you can use dark molding, the dark gray or some mm. other color with it. I the the gray really does work with well. With I've never so tried many. the dark molding. I've I've liked the idea of that, but it's again one of those things. Kind of like well, you got to commit you because well, that's the thing. It, you've got to commit because then it's like painting the ceiling. It kind of gets a little nerve wracking because it's the same thing. Where do you stop? Right. If it's not just a square room that's off to itself. Where do you stop on the ceiling? Oh, it's coming down the stairs now. Oh, it's in the entryway. Oh, you know, <laughs> right? You know, it just creeps throughout your But house. I think that can look, I mean, I've seen that mostly in magazines, I guess, and probably on blogs too, but I'm picturing this particular house beautiful where they had these beautiful blue walls like this, oh, just like this, oh, stunning, like clear blue and then just a darker version of that on the molding and it was so pretty. I want to paint a room so badly, but I don't want to do it and I don't want to pay for it. But right now I'm just really <laughs> itching to have some dark walls in some room. Yeah. Yeah. You've been talking about that for a long time. So I think you I need know. to do that. I know. Pick one of these dark grays and make a little like a little cocoon room. <laughs> no, I want one of those blues. A blue room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I think that we have made it pretty clear where we stand on the grays. So everybody else, if you're listening, if you have a real opinion or if you have a question about the grays, shoot us an email. Let us know where you stand, what camp you want to be in. And um, if you have a gray in your house or if you have used a particularly beautiful gray that you want to share with us, let us know. 
And we'd love to hear uh, how you have used gray in your house to a success. Or if you didn't like it, that's okay too. You want to talk about our crushes now? Yes, Kelly. Go on. Go ahead. You go first. I want to tell you guys about this really inexpensive crossbody bag that I got to take on our trip. I wanted something that would feel comfortable if we were walking around this London or Paris all day long, which we were, and that would have plenty of pockets and all this. And I, I really wanted to kind of go with everything. So I chose black, but I wasn't sure, you know, you buy an inexpensive bag and the zippers could be cruddy or, you know, it just doesn't hold enough stuff. This bag is fantastic. And it was $14.95. And I think, yeah, yeah. From Amazon. I think it popped up when I purchased that uh, tote bag that you told everybody about. Yes. yes. And I think it came like, oh, you know, when they come up with suggestions or whatever, or it was just on the bottom um, that like other people have bought this. Mm -hmm. So $14.95, I checked. It comes in 25 colors. I got the black and, you know, it's not real leather, of course. So... It does come with a little tag that says, I'm vegan. <laughs> so <laughs> okay. it's, it's pleather. It's seven inches by eight inches. It's got an outside pocket, two front outside pockets. It's got two pockets inside. It's plenty big enough for your phone, for your credit cards, for all sorts of stuff, even little trinkets, souvenirs I was buying, I was putting in there. It was fantastic. Adjustable uh, strap. It's got like almost 1,200 five-star reviews. So if you're looking for an inexpensive little bag to go traveling with or just to zip around town, like I love to use my little crossbody bag. Uh, The previous one that I had just to walk the dogs and whatnot, but really all I could put in there was my phone. So I wanted to be able to have a lot more things because we were literally out for like six or eight hours. I've seen cute bag of yours, but I, yeah, it just has room for your phone. So good for yeah, you. Yeah. So this is awesome. So I'll put the link uh, in the show notes and I, I really, I think I'm going to get another color. It's so good. Well, interestingly enough, remember I mentioned the bag with the sleeve for your trolley handle. Yeah, on that's your what I'm telling you. That's how I, that's, think I, I got introduced to this because I right. bought that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So that's what I, right. I just wanted to mention that. So it's just funny. I, that was my crush, but you bought it and I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> and then because what I ended up doing was getting a really cute Is that like bag. taking your boyfriend or something? I'm not sure. You can was, have it. Was that okay that I took your yes, crush before course. you ordered it? Okay. No, no, no. Well, because I ordered something different that I want to share. Oh, good. What and it's it? actually a travel bungee. So I ended up buying an, a, a huge leather tote bag that, that I love. It was uh-huh. at one of those Kate Spade, you know, the 75% oh, off yes. sales yes. and it's actually reversible. So I thought, oh, I'd rather have that oh, bag. Oh, well, that's very much a value then, I'm well, sure. It, well, it was 75% off. It's Did I mention this, Kevin? It's too bad. Yeah. So, um, so it really wasn't that much. When you factor you the fact it. that it's really Just, two bags. <laughs> you don't have to justify it to us, Anita. You okay. deserve it. So I thought if I get that, Mm. then how am I going to attach it to my luggage trolley handle? And they sell something called a bag bungee and it, it goes over this carry the the bag that's just kind of a shoulder bag or a, or a big purse. You could just put it on top of your suitcase and this bungee cord goes over it and attaches it to your suitcase and you can, you're good to go through the airport. Yeah. I'm so sure. that way That's you can use smart. your 
So it's like $13 or something, I think, right. on, on Amazon. Uh, the price may change by the time this goes live. But it's about that. And it is a thing that will work with whatever bag you have. And that's what I like about it mm-hmm. is that you're, you can use it with any bag. And it doesn't – because sometimes there's just a nice – or maybe you have a really large purse and you don't want to change it out. Yeah. This would work great with that. No, I have to say that your suggestion was so great. And then I took advantage of that crush and I got that bag and it slid right over my mm-hmm. wheelie. Yeah. But, I mean, it was very – the bag is very inexpensive. It's fine. You know, it's made well. You know, I would, it's certainly not the, the best – bag I've ever had in my life, but right, the fact right. that it goes over that. And I was just wheeling myself. I wheeled, you know, on the plane, off the plane, on the Eurostar, bouncing along down the the train platform. It it never shifted. It was fantastic. Wow. So thank you for that great suggestion. Mm-hmm. That was really good. Well, great. Well, so I'm going to be trying this one out and I'll let you know how it okay. works. Okay. You let us know. Mm-hmm. Okay. So our listener question today is from Amy F. And Amy... In sort of a nutshell, she's got two issues. It's balancing her room and also hiding wires and a router. Now, I know that Amy is not alone with these issues because I myself have balance and wire issues. And I'm sure a whole bunch (laughs) of you do do too. We all do. And without getting too far into what's going on in particular in Amy's house, but she did send us several lovely photos is she has a, a big armoire that holds the TV. So this is like a, her living room, family room where they're watching TV. And then next to it is sort of this half wall uh, that runs along where there, there must be a staircase down there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so it's, so the wall where the armoire is, is not particularly large. It doesn't run the full length of the room. So she has that to deal with. And then right in that same area, obviously all the wires and things for the TV and the the associated boxes and whatnot for the TV. And I think there's even a computer router there. So I think, uh, and Anita, let me know if you got the same impression. Amy was just feeling like there's just too much stuff on the one side and there's nothing on the other side because she can't really put anything mm-hmm. on the other side. Mm-hmm. So how does she balance this room and also secret away these wires? Okay. So here's here's my thoughts here. So it's a short little wall. There's a half wall to the right. And then this wall, it's not that big. There's a chair, a chair, a little, kind of like a little garden seat, right? Next to the chair. And then this tall armoire that has the TV in it. I kind of get the impression the chair and the the table are there to block all the cords and the router and all this stuff going on back there. I'm totally agreeing with you there. Okay. But the problem that, that we need to tell you is it, when you see the pictures, you realize it's really kind of right in a, there's a walkway there and yeah. a, a kind of an archway. And so that chair and the table look like they're really in the way. So I feel like this is what I would do. I would ignore that right side with the half wall and just focus on this one section. I would take out the chair and the table and there was a little mirror above it and just take that armoire and center it on the that the wall that is there. That way you're going to be able to walk past it better. And then I feel like the problem is that armoire was all the way to the right of that wall on the edge. And I feel like that's what looked odd about it. Once you move the armoire, really, it looks like it's about two feet, two and a half feet to the left. And then maybe you put a sconce on either side or a little mirror or some little artwork or maybe nothing. That's what I would do. And it's not a difficult, it's just a pretty simple solution. 
sometimes I hear myself talking back to myself. Oh, is that what you were going to say? Yes. Oh, stop it. Yes, my dear Amy. There's just, I know, I know what you're doing with that chair. Nobody's sitting in that chair, girl. And if somebody <laughs> is, you know, tell them they need to find a new chair because nobody's going to go over and sit in that chair. I don't think. Maybe a cat or dog, right? So you definitely, and I get it. I've done it myself. I'm like, I'll just put a chair there and then I'll put a little table next to it. And oh, I still see the router lighting up. Let me put something else there. Maybe a candle. You know, you just were putting more and more. Yeah. Take it away. Do exactly what Anita said. Shove that on more over. And if you're feeling like the, the, you know, I know my husband's always like the router has to see the other side of the room or, you know, whatever. If you can't block all of the equipment behind the wooden armoire and it has to have a little bit of space where, you know, kind of talk to the computer or whatever. How about two nice size baskets, not dinky, like a nice size mm -hmm. basket and do oh. something like an umbrella plant. You've definitely seen these if you don't know what it is or just Great Google umbrella idea. plant. They're kind of lowish. They're kind of just, they're full. And so they will just sort of, you know, they're, and they're very nice looking plants and they are pretty easy to take care of. Maybe you put one on either side, you flank the armoire with that. And I like what Anita's saying too, maybe um, two candle sconces, if you don't have electricity there or something, or maybe two small mirrors or something. Maybe you feel like you need something on either side of the armoire, you could do that. But you know, maybe you don't even need that once you get it over. I think, I think the whole room, Amy, suffers a little bit because there's too much furniture in it. And definitely the first two things to get would be that chair and the uh, little table that you have next to it. Yeah. And I just assume moving the armoire over would block whatever needed to be blocked. And I didn't, I guess I missed if it was a router or whatever. I, yeah, yeah. I think she said that, or I made that up, or I'm hearing Peter but, so say, if it does, the router has to be exposed. <laughs> yeah, mine's, uh, sorry, Peter, mine's not. Fine, <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> Expose your router. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So I think that's, uh, I love your idea. Kelly, if it's still exposed to just put that basket there and maybe a tall plant on that side or, or one on both sides, really just kind of go by what feels right and if it feels like it needs that balance. And I think she's be in great shape that way. Oh, yeah. And I think Amy gave us a lot of different angles of the room. So I think taking away there, moving that over, because that's such a big piece of furniture anyway, that'll balance with the sofa and what you've going on. And Amy, it's a beautiful room. Uh, thank you for it is. You know, trusting it is. us Lovely. by, uh, you know, with your question and letting us give you our thoughts on that. I hope that helps. Uh, I think it should. And you know what? The thing is, if you don't like it, it's just uh, taking stuff away and shoving it over and see if that works for you. It looks like uh, from the various angles that the, the armor might even be in a better position for viewing if it's mm, moved, moved over. over. Yeah. Right. Right. Oh, yeah. Well, let us know if that worked for you. Yeah. 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 So uh, now don't forget about the little, you know, Paris combo that we have put together just for, a, you know, like a little treat. There's, uh, you know, a good, nice, nice savings off some lovely things. So if you're interested, pop over to the show notes and have a click through and see what we've got there. And otherwise, this was, this was really fun. And I love to talk about colors. I think that, uh, and you know, we should do a few more episodes on specific paint colors. Cause I think mm -hmm. it's such a topic that is, it's tough. A, it's such a struggle for so many people. You know what it is? There's too many choices, mm. too many choices. 
I think, and then people get, get caught up in the, well, you know, this, do I go one, sh- not only which paint, uh, strip do I choose, but then do I go one shade lighter, one shade darker or the one that I chose? Right. I, it's just, I think it's, right. it's, it's too much. Right. And the, the variables with the lighting and all that, you know, it's hard, the North facing and the South mm-hmm. and all of and that. And it does impact it. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So well, maybe we'll, um, you know, we'll dive into some, maybe just do one on whites or uh, other mm-hmm. neutrals that people might be interested in trying. So if you've got gray, you're good to More go. Power to you, you. That's right. And if you don't like gray, that's we love you. Okay. We love you. Yeah. Either way. Either way. So that's right. So yeah, and I it, it it just there's just kind of now you have some information if you want to keep your gray, and if you don't like it, then eh, pick something else. Yeah, and just stay but on Facebook. Thing, you know. <laughs> yeah. Don't get it. Don't bring it up. Don't tell people. Yes. Keep exactly. it to yourself. That's right. Don't ask. Don't tell. I think that's where we are now. And uh, but the one thing I do know is that I love hanging out with you and Kelly. And I had so much fun today. And remember, we are here to inspire you to create a beautiful home. Until next time. I want to remind you that we are available for design consults. We take on your design dilemmas, questions, renovations, any project you want to talk about, any room, any space, we are here for you. And we really do enjoy doing these. And I think we've helped people a lot. So if you want to sign up for a consult, head to the link in the show notes. It's decoratingtipsandtricks.com slash consult. We hope to talk to you soon.